if you like what you're listening to in this podcast, you can follow us on the following social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under the name Let's Compare Views. I repeat, it's called Let's Compare Views. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Okay, and welcome back to Let's Compare Views. My name's Jordan. Um, and this episode, we're going to be talking about movies. I'm joined by, first of all, um, he's been on before. He's also my stalker. I'd like to welcome Dom. I'm actually kind of flattered. Uh, hello. Don't be. And then the next friend who's joining me, it's Bryce. Hello. <laughs> Um, well, well, let's start off, because um, the topic is obviously movies, I thought maybe we'll talk about um, what your favourite picks of movies are. I don't know if you want to go for a top three or a top five. We can each do it, but do you want to start off, what was your top three or top five movies? Okay, so number one I know would be The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Never saw good, that one. Good choice. Yeah, that would definitely be my number one. I remember thinking the first time I watched it that that was probably going to be about halfway through. I thought, I think this is probably shaping up to be one of my favourite films. What Second. Oh, go on, sorry. I don't know. Probably one of the 90s Disney films, maybe. Wait, one? You can't even say which one? Uh, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, Lion King obviously is brilliant. Beauty and the Beast is classic. Always about, it's about Hunchback for me. Hunchback. Yeah, I was a little bit too late. That was closer to 2000, I think, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Do you have a three or a five? Or can you round it down to three? Oh, it's so difficult, isn't it, to pick a top three? I was going to say three or five, only because it's easier to round it down to an odd number than it is an even number. Yeah, I mean... We, We saw Blade Runner. No, I probably wouldn't put that in my top five. Fuck you, then. Random ones like uh, Short Circuit 2 is oh, one of those films. Wait, two? Not yeah. One. Number two, when he's got his sort of shady uh, business partner. Oh, yeah. Wait, Dom doesn't know what we're talking about. I've never heard of Short Circuit. <laughs> the Johnny Five robot that comes to life. He, young. Bryce, he's young. Oh, okay. how, how, how young are we talking? 22. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still would have thought you'd heard of it, but that's fair enough. Oh, no, I do know what this is. It looks like Wally. Is that what Wally's yeah. based off? That's no. the one. I, do you know what They're I was not really say? based off each other, but... I was going to say, Bryce, if you described it, the first thing Bryce uh, Don would say would be like, Wally? Yeah. Yeah, it does look it does look pretty much the same <laughs> as Wally, that is it? Oh, my God, I'm so confused. How is that not based... How's Wally not based off this? Bringing it out of Disney. There's a lawsuit there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I no, guess no, it just... Oh, just looks different enough, doesn't it? I represent them. Yeah. <laughs> and the plot's the plot's sufficiently different. Mm. He's hit by lightning. Oh, oh this that's looks actually him. really fun. Yeah, he gets hit by lightning and he, he becomes alive. That's it. Oh, I like it. What I was gonna say when you first said um the Mickey Rourke movie, yeah. I just realized when it comes to boxing movies, they always mm. seem to be Oscar bait. You know how there's certain genres. Yeah, it's not a of boxing movies. film though. Is it not? It's no. wrestling, that one. Oh, God. I'm gay. That's my excuse. I don't know sports. <laughs> so you don't know wrestling films? I don't know sports. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Raging Bull and uh, Fighter and all those were all Oscar bait films. Well, Million Dollar Movie. Raging Bull wasn't Oscar bait. Yeah, that was. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. Cinderella Man. Which one was that? The Russell Crowe one? You got, yes. You've got The Fighter yeah. as well. The Fighter. That's a bit different because The Fighter is actually quite, kind of an interesting uh, take on a boxing film. 
Yeah, I like the fighter. What was the? I really love the one with Jake. That's what. Oh, Southpaw. Yeah, that was really good. Oh my goodness. No, that wasn't. I didn't love that one. The only bit I liked. What's the spoiler situation on this show? Crap oh, on. There's, there are none. If you're listening to my podcast and you haven't seen movies or at this point, I mean, these films are old we're talking about. Oh, okay. So, like, the, the shooting scene mm. near the beginning in the hotel lobby, I remember thinking that was pretty well done. But I thought that was probably the best scene, to be honest, in the whole film. I thought it was really good. Fuck you, Don. He's usually good. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. He's usually good, I think. What was the last good film I saw him in? Oh, God. Uh, it was the one where me and my ex almost broke up after watching it because he hated the movie. Nightcrawler? Prisoners. <laughs> Neither of Night- those. It was the one where the intro... Nocturnal Animals? That's it, Nocturnal Animals. I love that movie. Oh, see, I think that's a fantastic film. But to be fair, my ex was one of those people, he likes a basic plot, um, slapstick yeah. comedy. I can and, imagine that. Yeah. So anything... <laughs> Tricky, involving murder, suicide, nude, nudeness. He's not into. No. What about you, Dom? If you had to pick a top three. I can't do... This is so hard for me. Because you know how many films I watch. Yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? I watch a film every day, without fail. Dom's lying. He just watches uh, Free Willy, just on loop. That is a classic. Of course I do. (laughs) That's exactly what I do. That's a good example. You can't make that movie now, especially with that title. You no. cannot make that movie now. Well, you can, but it would be a different kind of movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it would be, probably be sponsored by Peter or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I'll get cancelled straight away. Oh, no. Uh, haven't they already remade it? It was called Blackfish, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, why do I feel like they have remade it recently? Uh, it's news to me if they have. It, I don't think it's got the same title. It would be called something it's, else. It's about like the same sort of premise, though. Free Willy remake. Problem is, I couldn't see them remaking it without thinking of the Family Guy cutaway, where the whale, yeah, exactly. you know, it, it tries jumping over the rocks and ends up splatting the child. Mm. Uh, John, you talk us through yours, because I'm trying to find the list I sent to George a while ago. Um, let's say my top three, I would say, well, f- favourite, because you got to think, not what's, considered good yeah, for other people exactly yeah what you love that's what i'm doing so my first one is strictly ballroom which is baz Lernham's first movie um not a big big one um but that's one i would say the second blade runner i think that is an amazing movie um and then the third planet of the apes if i had to pick that's this, a random one only because um it had a lot of context in that, like um, a lot of, it reminded me of the Passion of Christ. I've mm. said this before when describing it to people, it's very similar. There's a lot of biblical references in there. And it, for me, it was a turning point. I'm like, you don't need human actors in movies anymore. This <laughs> is done so well with CGI. You well, that was Andy Serkis, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He doesn't, <clears throat> you don't need to physically be in the movie. No, because they did motion capture, I think, on that one, didn't they? So it's still his performance. Have you actually seen it? I saw the first one and possibly the second one. The third one's the best. You're missing it. Is the third one the one with Woody Harrelson in it? Yes. Yeah, no, I never did see that one. Oh, my God. Oh, God, I can't tell you something funny. It was a story that George told me about Dom, Mm. but you haven't seen the films. I can't bloody tell you. (laughs) What film is this? Um... 
the third planet of the apes movie oh God. tell the story anyway Oh, I actually, if you're for if George is on one day. No, because Bryce can't hasn't seen the movie yet, and it will ruin. Oh, okay, yeah, well, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers. <clears throat> but those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. If what I, was I will say, say is, three. what I will say is, my thought process was totally justified. D- Bryce will be the judge of that. Jordan, uh, there's a term called mise en scène, right? Which means. What's on screen, essentially? It was okay, we get it. You're doing a film degree at university. Okay. okay, we get it. I know exactly what he means, and he is right. Oh, the best right. film and- I've seen recently would be something I'd seen that was really good. That would be the thing I think of. But then maybe in a year, I might forget I'd even seen it. Yeah. But I just uh, Googled best movies of all time, and the list that came up has helped me remember some obvious choices that I would have to have in or near my top five, like Matrix, for one. Yeah, that's a good shout. Can I do Lord of the Rings as one no, film? No, because that I, got to be three. Because that three would be individual. Yeah. Okay. The, then if I was doing a top five, I might have possibly one and three. Really, both. Because the thing is, you can tell the quality difference between one and two and three. Because two and three were continuous. You can tell that. Yeah. Um, but one. Two's was got separate. too much walking in it for my liking. Mm. It's like a. Um, it's like what's his name. The what the does the nature documentaries, but with action in it. <laughs> What's his name, sir? What David Attenborough? <laughs> so David Attenborough, but with swords. <laughs> um, no, the first one was the best one. If I honest, in my yeah. opinion, anyway, out of the I three, would say so. something about that soft, soft focus camera. You know, like the yeah. Vaseline on the lens. Uh, especially the first hour when they're just setting it up and they're still in the Shire. It's got yeah. a brilliant score. They just sat around smoking pipe weeds and swapping stories. Mm. Have you managed um, to come up with a list? I'm on? struggling, but just, I will just say I'm just going to say like some good fellas is always going to be in there. Good yeah, good fellas. Right, that's that's under bit. Like, that's my favorite film of all time. Always will be. Uh, and then the other team, just going to go the films I've seen recently that has just stuck with me, and that's mid '90s. And I'm going to say The Lobster. Is that the Colin Farrell one? Yeah, that yeah, that's on my list of, of films I do want to see. I'm right. I've always been a fan of Colin Farrell. Mm. I, I actually, think, in Bruges, I actually think he's yeah. I think that film's amazing in Bruges. Like he he has been in some really good films. You know, yeah. his best movie was Daredevil. Oh, Jordan, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew yeah. you were about to say that. <laughs> well, actually, no. To be fair, his best movie was the leaked porn. But let's move on. Oh. Um, Saving Mr. Banks. I know he wasn't a major <laughs> yeah. character, Kill, but that was good. Killing of a Sacred Deer. I, oh, yeah. I saw Saving Mr. Banks. That was a good one. He did do really well in that. Yeah, I did like that. He's one. a good actor. I don't want to hear anything about it. Okay. Phone booth, not so good. Do you know what? I, I remember watching that as a kid. I used to love that film. Yeah. I remember then that was the, the movie. But the I watched movie. it when I was like 10. So. Yeah. It was like an edgy, edge of your seat thriller and everything since then was kind of like a weird knockoff, doing the whole calling through phones thing. Well, it's a, it's a Joel Schumacher film, isn't it? I think it might be, actually, yeah. He's had a very mixed CV, hasn't he, Joel Schumacher? Yeah, he got, obviously, Batman Forever. Yeah. Falling Down. The Lost Boys. Time to Kill. I watched that recently, actually. That's really good. Mm. Moving on to the next topic, worst movies. I'm not. I'm not going to try and say the one that I know Dom thinks I'm going to say only because I've Aquaman. already brought it up before, <laughs> which is 
mother. I'll try and think of another one. Showgirls. If you haven't seen that movie, it was one of the cinema's biggest flops. Yeah. But it was basically softcore porn, badly acted by one of the lead actresses from Saved by the Bell. And I always recommend it to people as a joke because they're like, oh, what film should I watch? You know, when they post it on Facebook and then you type in as a comment what you recommend. Yeah. I always say, Showgirls is brilliant. Well, that was, um, that was Paul Verhoeven, wasn't it? Yeah. Did Robocop. Yeah, he kind of went downhill. Yeah. Oh, that's a great one, actually, Robocop. What, for worst movie? No, for best. Oh, best. Of its, it's, it's very dated, like, it's very of its time, but with that score. I'd say the new one, the reboot, as well, one of the worst movies. Yeah, that wasn't good. Blair Witch Project. For best? For worst. I hate that film. <laughs> what, because you couldn't watch it or you were scared? I was bored. And also the ending... I was very annoyed by the ending. Oh, because it's King of Monsters. That's a good movie. That's a really good movie. Dom, you must have a, a bad movie pick that you can think of off the top of your head. Yeah, In Between Us Two. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never saw that. Wait, they made a second uh, one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't God. think a lot of people saw it. Oh, I did just saw it in cinema. You yeah. paid for it? <laughs> I, I, I did, yeah, back in the day. Ew. Um, there's so many. I've seen so many bad films. Well, then name one. I've, I've just done, uh, well, Valerian. Oh, yeah, that was bad. I'm, I, always, I always bring this up, don't I, Jordan? This is one <laughs> I always bring up. Yeah, you do bring that one up. But I'm... For me, I'm I'm kind of thinking in the back of my head, there must have been people who thought that when Fifth Element came out, this is shit, but now it's called like a cult classic. I think Valerian no, low-key be we, that. I don't see it. I just can't. It's the cast on as um I've never it's not the cast or it's just more the story for me. It's no, but I, I honestly think if the cast were different, I think it would have been a bigger yeah. hit. But they placed. I Dane think the lead guy, unfortunately, was not the best bit of cast. Oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of Dane Down. Well, yeah. I actually think it was both of them, if I'm completely honest. They've got no chemistry, but they were they look more like siblings, and trying to make <laughs> it work as a romantic couple just didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't believe that these two very young-looking people were very well-respected, like space-faring people doing stuff out and spe- you get what I mean like doing all these mm. missions as spies is like didn't make much sense I think if you had people who were on the standard or the, on the level of Mila Jovovich and Bruce Willis but in Valerian I think it would have been a bigger hit because if you got look at the other cast of it um they had good cast in there yeah well it goes back to Mark Commode's flop formula doesn't it if you talk about how much money you've spent Mm. and you've got an A-list star as the lead, then you're pretty much guaranteed to make that money back because people are going to be curious enough to see it, whereas yeah. they didn't really have the A-lister to like pull in the number. Can you give me an example of where that's worked? So like World War Z? Oh, yeah. I made its money know. back, didn't it? Because just the Brad Pitt name was enough to sort of sell it. I think we're past like this sort of period where um, a name will save the film's box office. No, I don't think so. You know, they're still they're still worth in name brands. Oh, they're I still worth the in it, but now. I think it's I think it's less. It's not as important as what it used to be. I, I think disagree. casting the wrong person can really affect how much money a film makes. 
Yes. If you cast someone and make the film yeah, and then I think in the interim, be, yeah. it turns out either that they've got some right-wing view that they've expressed on Twitter <laughs> or some other scandal comes out, that can pretty much kill the box office stone dead, can't it? Yeah, but it's like the wrong name can obviously be more detrimental than um, mm. having... I, like, I think a film of unknowns can still do well. Yeah, but I think they do better if they either are supported by an all-star cast, if you mm. have an unknown... Or if they're from a smaller studio or production company and get pushed through as like a independent e looking or sounding movie. Yeah, I think if and you're spending a lot of budget, then you need to spend that money on a star, really. At least one. Yeah. To carry the film. But like having Cranston in um Godzilla. Oh my when god, was, yeah. When he was coming off the back of Breaking Bad and he just won all his Emmys. And he was Oh my god, did he die in that? Yeah, and he died well, in But he it. wasn't a major character, was he? He died in the first half an like, hour. Yeah, they just used his name to, to See, sell I, I like the 2014 one. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I like that film, but I did, really didn't like the most recent one. I love the most recent one, only because it, it gave me what I wanted in terms of action. Because sometimes you can get, when you get like a, a CGI movie where it's about like Godzilla or a giant animal, it's all like Jurassic Park. They focus too much on the people and that's not what mm. we want. Like when you, when I watch Jurassic Park, I want more dinosaur stuff. I want them ripping people apart, killing people. Duh, duh, duh. I don't want a romance story written in there. Because let's be real, you're in a park being killed and hunted. I don't care who you're going to have sex with. I just want to see you die. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. <laughs> But He's talking specifically in... about Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, low budget, low budget, what's her name? Oh, God, what? who does she look like? Jessica Chastain? Yeah, nope. Another one. She Amy was Adams? In... Amy Adams. She looks like a low-rent yeah. Amy Adams. I mean, it's like, you can retire now. We've already got two other people who look like you. We're good, thanks. Yeah. Who act very similar to you as well. Um, I think I was... her connection to her uh, dad obviously has helped her get some roles. But Yeah. She's got a good name. Like... Love a bit of good old nepotism. I was going to go. Back right, Bryce, to... You can be quiet. Um, I was going to go backwards and talk about name brands or a name of an actor not necessarily being the thing anymore. Because and I disagreed before, and I was going to use an example of Tom Cruise. No one's asking for Tom Cruise movies, but no, he has a. That's the Scientology angle, isn't it? As much as anything, he's. But he also knows his target audience because you always see him promoting in Asia and he sells yeah. very well over there. And that's True. where, his, where the money is. It's where the money is. It's where he makes his money. Um, but it's not in the US and he's aware of it. And he knows yeah, that his name sells. The only thing he does now him. is the Mission Impossible films. Those are still good. Yeah, and they're all self-produced by him. Yeah. And funded that's by him. That's a franchise him. which every film has got better. Uh, yeah. I think they've actually got better than some of the Bond films now, which is pretty mad. Uh, uh, excuse me. No, I agree personally. You lot speak. Yeah, Rogue Nation, and what was the other really recent one? Uh, Fallout. Yeah, I actually thought those were probably better than Spectre and um, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, those two no. Bond films aren't even close in time. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> time. there's a bit. Like anything age. after two thousand to me there's is recent. Gap. Yeah, there's a bit of a gap there. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally do eighties, nineties, and then two thousand onwards as like modern. Yeah, his name's for me. Yeah, his name sells in Asia, but not really well over in the US. He makes all the money off the Mission Impossible movies over there, mm. not here or in America. So again, he knows what his name is worth over there. 
I feel like my issue with um, a lot of box office films are that I find the plots and that sort of story beats so rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. That's why I do like smaller films. Yeah. Well, I mean, box office te- now is sequels and um, yeah, Marvel. just MCU, yeah, or like yeah. DC. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like all remakes of seventies horror films. That's obviously still making a shit. Yeah, of and even then, I I kind of like that because a lot of the time they have a nice twist on it. Mm. Or make well, it fra- I, oh, it's like a warranted remake. I just read an article. They're turning Chucky into a TV show. Oh, see, you've lost me. <laughs> yeah, I can't see the appeal of that personally. Wait, didn't I, they recently make one where Mark Hamill was the voice of Chucky? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Chappy. No. <laughs> oh, oh, if it's Ch- oh if, if I it was, thought it was a bit of a tangent. No, if it was Chappy, I'd be all over it. The Chappy no. TV show. No, no I can't I see said... the point of a Chucky one either. <laughs> I'd love a Chappy TV show. Yeah. I want it. Like um, remake was good with Audrey Plaza. I thought. Like um, a, like Alien versus Predator, Chucky versus Chappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. No, I would see that. Yeah, I think I probably would see that. Speaking of Chappy, Neil Blomkamp is such a good director. What else has he done? Uh, District 9, Elysium. He was supposed to do a um, uh, an alien film. Oh, yeah. Um, so he saw the modern, modern face of sci-fi. Well, he, he was going to do it, and then Ridley Scott did it instead. And we saw how that probably went. glad he didn't do it, to be honest, based on the reaction. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I watched Elysium. I enjoyed that. My only issue with that movie was the fact that you had this white guy growing up in this Latino Hispanic town and they could have had an Hispanic actor, but then they had Mark Wahlberg. No, it's Matt Damon. Wasn't it? Matt Damon, sorry. Matt Damon. They look the Just same. Back when he was in everything. Yeah. And um, speaking Spanish? And I'm like, just hire a Spanish actor. Yeah. I mean, That's a case of just using a name to sell a film though, isn't it? Yes, exactly. And then on that same year, I think... One of actually, here you go. One of my favorite films that came out the same year was the Tom Cruise one. Don't um, Oblivion. Don't yes. Oblivion. Oh, I really liked <laughs> Oblivion. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, dear. I really liked Oblivion. I don't know what it was. I thought it was quite interesting. I watched you... that in cinema, and even 14 year old Bond didn't like that. Well, let's just leave that there. Next topic I was going to bring up. Um, is there a franchise of movies that are still going that you're over? Whoever wants to take it first. Mm, Fast and Furious. Is that still going? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. How What's dare the next you? One of, oh, they're doing the Hobbs and Shaw still, aren't they? No, they're doing Fast and Furious 9 now. Oh, <laughs> I thought that had gone. No, they're going into space. Yeah, they're going into space. <laughs> yeah. You're going to drive around the ISS or something. It, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I don't really watch. I don't believe movies, in the but... term of guilty pleasure for films, anyway. Oh my god, you're so fandom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he means, though. No, like if you like a film, you like a film. Well, yeah, I like a film, but it's okay, a guilty pleasure. Ones, don't feel if guilty. If you're sat around in your flat with your mates drinking, and someone says, "Let's put a film on," there are ones that you enjoy that you would never suggest putting on. Yes. Because they're oh, okay, okay, I get you. Get see, see, he said it so eloquently, Dom. Um, and guilty pleasure, I'm, I say that I'm looking forward to the next one. And you judge me for it, so it's a guilty pleasure. You make I mean, me feel that guilty. Means 
all my films are guilty pleasures, basically, because every film I suggest or talk about, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> no, it's because you yeah. have pretentious taste. I'm, it's not deal. pretentious. I just like different films. Noir. Art no, not house. noir. That's not <laughs> film noir. I don't mind film noir films. But, no, I, they're just... Like, they're not even small films. They're just, I don't know, films that interest me, I guess. Okay. Well, do you have a f- franchise, do- uh, Bryce, that you don't like or you're not a fan of? I mean, there are films that I wish didn't have as many in the franchise as they do. Such because as? Because I prefer the older ones. So, like, I don't think we really needed Toy Story 4. Agreed. I think uh, you it's not the best trilogy. example, but Saw films... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a perfect trilogy. Saw films had a massively diminishing return because the first one I thought was so good and then it just went... Oh my God, I forgot they had a new one. Uh, and they're probably still going. I wouldn't be surprised. They're remaking them, aren't they? There was one yeah. last year or the year before. Yeah. But Anything where they just make keep making sequels because it rakes in cash. And they had that comedian in it. We don't Chris... need the Matrix 4. There you go, Chris... Jordan. There's one. Matrix 4. Um, I disagree with that one. I, think I don't it's... want that. I, I, we shouldn't have it. But I'm just greedy. Do you get no, what I, I mean? <laughs> yes. I, I feel like because they've left so long between them, it's okay. If they do oh. it more in the style of the first one, I want them to go back to the style of the first one, which is the one that everyone loved, which yeah. was so back in the noughties, it's what we thought the future looked like head to toe leather or latex. Um, what we ta- wanted the future to look like, anyway. Yeah, flip phones, uh, yeah. tacky sunglasses. Uh, like like they went to Camden Market and bought all their outfits. Oh yeah, uh, it was very much that, and I want it to go back to that. As long as it's number one and not two and three, aren't I would be happy. I don't see them pulling it off. No, no more white people in dreads, please. <laughs> that should be a good policy just across the board. Yeah, no, no, no white people in dreads, please. Um, I, I I'm on the fence about that Matrix one. Um, I agree with the I, Toy Story one. I just thought of one. Go on. I'm starting to get a bit worried about John Wick. Oh, John Wick 4. You should have been uh, worried on the second one, if, if I'm completely honest. I saw that because what happened was I never saw the first one and then everyone said, you need to see John Wick. It's amazing. So I watched the second one. Oh, Lord. With Ruby Rose in it. No. Playing a you death. should have watched the first one. I just... But like, the first one. Oh, God. I remember watching it and just being in awe of it. Oh, I thought it was so good. You gave me GTA the movie vibes. You know where you like go around just shooting people. I don't like that. that. I think it's just when I think of GTA the film, I think of Heat. I think Heat. Watch Heat and try and not think like GTA Five. Oh, do you know what? I keep getting Heat. What the Heat? Or no, no. Heat with Robert. No, Nero. Jordan, not the Heat. Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> of the one with Sandra Bullock and is it Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock and Melissa Sandra McCarthy. Bullock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, because the, the, the minute you first said... That hey, needs a sequel. Yeah, I agree with that. I Wait, whoa, 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 Wait, we talk about Heat needs a sequel or The Heat needs a sequel. The Heat. Either way, you're wrong. But... Wow. The heat. That's so homophobic. Yeah, no, um, I would see The Heat sequel. I, I actually do. You know, I didn't mind The Heat. I thought The Heat was quite funny. I can't, When you said The Heat, or Heat, sorry. Is there a really all, funny scene of the watermelon, if I can remember correctly? Yeah. Did she throw a watermelon or something? What am I thinking about? I that? think she throws one or she drops one at some point. Yeah, there's something like that. 
But when you said heat, first of all, the first thing I thought of was red. And I don't know why. Because do you remember the movie Red? That was very GTA. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Explosions everywhere. Well, no, when I say well, heat's so GTA 5 because Robert De Niro's character is literally Michael. Okay. Like uh, a wealthy guy who's just going around doing heists. Oh, okay. It, 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 like, he looks like him as well. Wait, who was in it again? Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer. So that could be any Al Pacino <laughs> movie. Well, not any Al Pacino. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's you, a soft spot. You, you disrespect Al Pacino and Robert De Niro way too much. Yeah. In my <laughs> eyes, they are the two best actors of all time. I'm not. I'm not discrediting their work. I just feel like they rinse and repeat a lot, and I feel like they work with the same people so often. The movies could literally be in the same universe. What did we think of the Irishman? Incredible. Go dumb. Incredible. Yeah. I. So I think the issue is because it's a Netflix. Everyone tries to watch it, and then they're like, "Oh my god, it's three and a half hours." Yeah, it did but, feel like three and a half hours. See, I. I watched it. In, I remember I watched it in cinema, like a pre-screening, and it just didn't to me. It yeah. just sort of flew by. Maybe the experience, but, the cinema experience. Yeah, but I've watched it. I've watched it multiple times now, and there's one scene that always gets me. You know the scene where he's going to um, Detroit on the plane. Mm, is it near the end? Towards the end, yeah. Where he's about yeah. to, yeah. Where, where Frank's. Yeah, so Frank's literally on the plane. It's just his journey to, to Detroit. And he doesn't say one word mm. for like five, six minutes straight. But it's just, it's so like tense. Wait a minute. The movie's long, but they have five or six minutes of no one talking and some guy on a plane. I'm glad I didn't watch well, that. Well, Robert De Niro basically doesn't say anything in the entire film. A lot of the film, yeah. Like it, well, he's got minimal dialogue. Which yeah, that's sort of the point of his character, it, isn't it? it? He's just, yeah, he reacts to what other people say to him and he kind of... It, Mumbles and then they just yeah, you, you take rely it to on mean his... whatever they wanted it to mean and carry on doing so what they were His expression, yeah, a lot of the time, his expressions, you know, it, it's been tampered with with CGI to make him look younger, which you don't really notice throughout. It's Apart from that crazy. bit where it's like I think it's a crane shot and he walks past, but he's clearly walks like a ninety-year-old man. Yeah, when he's throwing the guns in the river, mm. like his that face may look young, it. but like it's hard to show him climbing some rocks to lob a gun yeah. into water. They might have been better to just shoot that with a different actor and use a sort of um, face swap. They probably on. should have done that. Yeah, but that's minor criticism. Yeah, well, you watch films like um, Goodfellas, I mean, they have like the young version of Henry Hill and stuff, and you know, I guess you have them as a mm. child and not a young adult. Spinning off of that. CGI, what is the worst CGI you've ever seen in terms of um, them trying to be like they're trying to cover Scorpion King? <laughs> trying to either create a whole creature. I was going to say, CGI, I don't even need to answer that question, do I? It's obvious. <laughs> or re- creating a whole person or covering someone's face to make them look younger. Do you know what the worst case of that is? Um, I was Probably not a Trump. fan of. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that's quite bad. Oh. The work they did on Jeff Bridges for that. Do you mean? No, you mean Tron Legacy, right? Yeah, the most recent one, the Daft Punk one. Yes, uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that because yeah, obviously they're creating a younger version of him for no reason. They could have just had him playing himself at the same age rather than younger. 
um, when yours was Scorpion Kingdom? Well, I've got some more when I think about it. Yeah, Scorpion King's not even close. Like, that would have been bad in a video game <laughs> of the time, wouldn't it? Like, it's awful. Uh, oh, X-Men Last Stand, but they did with Seth Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, that's not good. I'll tell you which was a bad one. Uh, oh, my God, wait, what's it called? What's it called? Oh, no, it's in... Um, you haven't seen Mandalorian, have you? I have. That was... Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> oh, God, it was awful. yeah. It, it sort of took away from the scene. Yeah, the I, I understand it because it's TV and they just did it for story purposes. Like, it doesn't need to look perfect. But at the same time, I think about it, it's Disney. Like, why can't they make it look perfect? Yeah, I think that should have because it, a little bit better. I actually, read, when they did it in, um, in Civil War with Robert Downey Jr., I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good use of it, actually. That worked pretty well. Star- when they did Peter Cushing in Star Wars, that was quite bad. Peter Cushing. Where they just used yeah. the actor that looks like him and then they did like a point map yeah, on it and swapped it over. Um, is it for Tarkin? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Gra- Grand Moff Tarkin's him. Was that the general? The guy that's... They... Oh, that's not his name. Not... Is that, is it? It's Tarkin. I think that's his name. Tonight. Was that the guy that who was yeah, in charge? Yeah, he's in Rogue One. Rogue One. Oh, I thought that was really good. And I really like what they did with... Um... That was quite clever, Rogue One, because he kept the lighting so minimal. Princess Leia as well. Oh, so they... I didn't I didn't see the Leia no, didn't think that was cool. good. Oh. We just haven't quite got the technology right with that. It's it's always the mouth. Yeah. It's very difficult to get the sort of texture because people's faces have got a lot more texture and character than uh, they want to put so in much, on something. Yeah. So many like m- little movements around the mouth. Connected yeah. to that, I was gonna say. The, the movie The Snowman, I watched that with uh, Michael Fassbender. Val Kilmer was in it, but he just had a stroke and they had him in it, but they dubbed him and it wasn't in time with his mouth. It was not good. Yeah. Not good whatsoever. So he can't barely open his mouth and then it's not in time. It's like watching a um, foreign speaking movie. Yeah, they'd have been better to just pay him and then get in someone else to play that part. Exactly, yeah. But I'm guessing they cast him and then he had the stroke. No, I think it was after. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, in that case, it's a strange bit of casting. It was badly edited, that movie. It didn't do so well in the box office. Um, no, the plot was all over the place. Wasn't it? The plot was all like, Did I watch that with you, um, Bryce? No, I watched it just at home. Mm. Is it took me two in, goes um... to watch it. I stopped it halfway through the first time, which is never a good sign. <laughs> Will it be in the top... He's going to be Top Gun too. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah, they are doing that. Oh, Lord. Again, back to the topic of sequels. Who the hell asked yeah. for that one? Uh, I did. For Top it's Gun? It's a sequel with a big star and it will make shed load of cash. Top Gun? And, and I'm all for it. Yeah, Miles Teller. No, but not... This, John uh, Hamm. Talk, get rid of the director. Get rid of the director. That's not director. That's the actor. That's an actor. Oh, I thought you were just talking about the director. Sorry, again, I don't uh, know. John Hamm from uh, Mad Men. Oh, wait, was he in the original? No, don't think yeah, so. And, if you, and Jordan, if you want to talk about director, I think you'd be all for it, considering it's the same person who did um, Oblivion. But that's what I meant when you. I thought you were talking about the director. Them aside, I don't really the plot for Top Gun. Did it really need a sequel? Do you know what I mean? Because no, that's just nostalgia. They're just going to make money off nostalgia. 
well, do you know what? There, there's levels, like there, there could be nostalgia, but then also, you know, you might see something a bit interesting. One of the biggest selling points for the original movie was the actual soundtrack for it. It's iconic. How are you going to replicate that? Yeah, I mean, are they going to reuse that soundtrack or are they going to introduce a new one? Oh, God, who are they going to get to sing Take My Breath Away? <laughs> Funny Ariana Grande. Yeah, exactly. Lord. I'm looking at my um, Blu-ray collection right now. And I'm seeing so many like films that I loved when I watched them. Uh, when I was working in the cinema, actually, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, ones where like no one actually went to go and watch, went to go and watch it. Uh, Free Fire. Did you ever watch that? I didn't watch that. That was a really, really clever film. Instead of it was, it was set between a gun deal, which just went sour, and the whole film was a shootout in the warehouse. Mm. Uh, the nice guys. No. Oh. Oh yeah, that was good. Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe and yeah. uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, that uh, was fun. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. So a Taika Waititi film. No, not seen that one. I do remember two films that I saw at the cinema when I worked there, and I was the only one in the screen. I think it was the last showing of the night. The first one was the Scarlett Johansson movie where she's an alien. Uh, Under the Skin. Under the Skin. I watched that and I was like, oh, this is turning into porno. Oh, do you know what? That film, I... Why do I feel like there's a... In one of my courses, I studied that, how there's a lot of drama surrounding the funding for that. I just... I thought it was very interesting, and to be honest, I think it's the best film she, Scarlett Johansson's ever done. And again, she doesn't really speak in it, and it's again just her. Because I, I personally, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I feel like the biggest draw for her is not her acting; it's her physical appearance, and this played off of that quite well. Um, mm. So that's why I think it's the best film of her. The other film that I watched there, where no one else was in there, was it had Tom Hiddleston and. Tilda Swinton playing vampires. Is this High Rise? No, it wasn't High Rise. They play vampires. Oh, oh, oh um, yeah, I remember. I remember the one. Um, 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 oh, the cast was very small for that. Very small. Well, I enjoyed that movie. It's quite nice watching a film when no one else is there. Only Left something. Only, only Left. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Also, speaking of High Rise... Uh, that's the same director, um, Bryce, who did Free Fire, Ben Wheatley. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really, I'd really recommend it. Especially ben, if you like How do I know the name? What else has he done? Um, I'm he sure did, he's done something uh, I really like. Kill List, is it called? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Kill List. It's just a really interesting horror film. Yeah. Horror for me is, uh, I love some horrors, hate, and just some just, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's probably the genre that's got the worst ratio of good to bad films. Yeah, but then some of the good films are incredible. Yeah, when you get a good one. Uh, like I watched Us yesterday, the Jordan Peele film. Oh my God, Us is so good. Yeah, which I really yeah, enjoyed. And Get Out as well. Yeah, yeah, both good. It's uh, so I quoted Get Out so much after I saw that. Mm. The bit when he's talking about how much he likes Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's very much with a horror film or the genre, it's like a diamond in the rough. You come across the diamond amongst the pile of crap 
which is yeah. the genre itself. Particularly now with Netflix and Prime, who will just buy anything. Well, see, now mm. I have the, I have a really good method of working out which horror films I actually want to watch. Basically, if it's made by A24, I'm all over it. Mm. I don't, the one that's, the ones that stick out to me most recently for being, because again, with the horror genre, it, it, what makes it more complicated to be a good film is to try and do something that hasn't been done before, which is getting harder and harder and ends up being more gruesome just because they're trying to think overcomplicate and think of ways to kill people that hasn't yeah. been done before mm. trying to think of okay oh we've done the thing with the phones with the phone concert rings we've done tvs we've done radios we've done record players we've done possessed toys it's like what can we do now premonitions stuff like well, that that's why i loved um films like the witch or the lighthouse mm. um because it relies on a really sort of niche story and just with it just the, the interesting thing about those films is one how it's shot and two it leaves you guessing for a lot of it mm. uh and they're, they're obviously mainly psychologically based Gordon, did you like the lighthouse never saw it i don't think you'd like it at all who was in it uh it was robert patterson and william no. i mean is it a horror film? Yeah, I really... Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Mm. I would have definitely watched it if it had been marketed at that, but it wasn't, it's in my probably opinion, worth seeing. it wasn't marketed as any mm. of those genres that you've mentioned. For me, it just felt like a period movie because of the, the styling of it. You, do you get what I mean? It wasn't yeah. When you watch it, you'll see why they had such trouble. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's definitely interesting, but, I mean, I, yeah, I found it a bit frustrating, it must be said. I... I mean, if I was to pick a favourite horror film that I felt was unique off the top of my head, um, Mama springs to mind, first of all, purely for visuals. That's terrified me as a kid. Yeah, such a good film. I, I absolutely... That was, that was one of those where I was too scared to watch television after 9pm in case I saw the advert. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um and as above, so below. Not groundbreaking, because again, it's underground. We've done horror films. Is that the one in the catacombs? It what mm. is the one in the French catacombs. Again, real uh, factual place. But what freaked me out was the ending. Spoiler alert. They come out from the catacombs and the camera's upside down. And it turns out the world that they've been visiting or were trapped in was like in reverse if that makes sense. So the camera, you, they come out of the ground, but they're coming down and then the camera rotates and they're on ground oh. level coming out. Do you get what I mean? So it's oh. very, and it was the last film that I actually physically screamed in. I've never gone that <laughs> high. Like I screamed and then I was like, oh my God, I don't think my throat is supposed to be going that high. Do you remember screaming in Cruel? Cruel, what film was that? Did I scream in that? Yes. Wait, what film was that? The one with the crocodiles. Oh, oh! Wait, did I, I scream or did cruel. I yell? No, you you screamed <laughs> when when that tree came through the window in the first second. Oh, oh, okay. Both of you have watched a film with me, or multiple films with me. Can you name some things that I do? Clap. Yeah, you clap so much like this. When a baddie gets it that you don't yeah. like, I can't remember well, what film we were watching, but the baddie got her comeuppance, and you literally went. Like, so yeah, no, yeah, it's like I remember in, in Cruel when she goes back in to save her dad or, or her dog or something. I remember you just going, 
what are you doing, you stupid person? Like that. Yeah, it gets annoyed at the characters. Yeah, yeah. you're shouting out like in the middle of the cinema, just you're losing you're losing all the sense of emotion. Or just like when the tree goes in, you just I just remember you swearing so loudly, it's so funny. It doesn't say much for the film that you couldn't remember whether it was the dog or the dad that she went back in to get. I think she does, but she goes she goes in for both at one stage. I actually oh. really like that film. How can you judge me for liking certain films when you said you liked that movie? <laughs> I I just like the I don't I don't judge you. You should do. You literally I just, just disagree. Did. Okay, DJ, spin that, spin that track back. Rewind. We'll go back to the beginning of this interview. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. But has there been a film that's I, I feel like, like no, okay. I feel like I only judge you, Jordan, because you are a very judgmental person. No, I'm very fair and open. I don't know what you're talking about. That's I have no clue. That's sarcasm. Dom, you're known for speaking fiction. We don't appreciate it here. We, we, this, is a podcast. this is a truth podcast. This is a podcast of truth. Purely facts. Uh, <sighs> we deal with facts and the Lord on this podcast. <laughs> Amen. Um, do you guys have a genre of film that you do not go to or you do not prefer or you don't like maybe so let's say if you're on netflix it's got them all listed up there's one that you just don't go to let me load up netflix yeah i don't do a lot of rom-coms i know that's an obvious answer but <laughs> aside from the couple that i like like miss congeniality or you know about time or something there's not that many well, that's more miscongeniality was more comedy because there's less romance. Was there? Really oh, romance? I don't mess with musicals. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not a big musical fan, but I will Any. say, I will say, most of us uh, will have said that we like a movie which actually turns out being a musical, and we don't even know it. Sherlock Compton. No, not that. I meant Disney movies. They're musicals, oh, the classic okay. ones. I mean, because yeah. when I click on musical on, on uh, Netflix, it comes up with Straight Out of Compton. I think that's because it's just it's because music. of the oh, soundtrack. Oh, it's music and musical. Okay, yeah. no, my bad. I've read that wrong. I was about to say, I don't think that's a musical. But... It's not. Well, it's like saying Eight Miles a musical. Just because it's got a good soundtrack or yeah. it's music-based. Yeah. But, yeah, you say that you don't like musicals, but then, again, I realised, like, I like the movie Grease. Technically, it's a musical. Honestly, I like some musicals, but I don't. I don't like that. There's way more I dislike than not. I think when it comes to musicals, I like it if it's not, if the song is just in the movie, but they're not trying to speak, act, or sing, act. Do you get what I mean? They're just yeah. singing. So that's why they're I like Grease. They're like <laughs> Grease. I like that movie. It's a musical, oh. technically. But yeah. I don't like musicals. But I think for me, like I said, it's because they're singing the songs and then they cut back to the story. It's not them trying to sing, speak. Yeah, and it's not some massive... Yeah, no, that's so right. Yeah, you're so right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They put the song in and then it abruptly goes... Sometimes it not abruptly, but then it cuts to the next scene. And I like that. I don't want to feel like it's cheesy like Glee. That's, um, it reminds me a lot. I've seen some Bollywood films. Which that that's the format they have as well, and I really I really enjoy it. They literally just drop the song in, yeah, and then <laughs> to use it back as a, to the story, yeah, and go back to the story. It's not like 
yeah. molded. It's like putting you know how they're doing a lasagna. Um, it's not fully melted. You know how they're doing a grease spin-off, don't you? Or reboot? Oh god. With John Travolta again, I think. Is it? No, I thought it was about um Well, they've already done Grease 2 and that flopped. Yeah, with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Again, don't touch it. Don't touch it. There's no need to touch Grease. Like it's it's I guess it's been long enough that you're not going to diminish the legacy of Grease by doing another one. No, John Travolta's done that already. Yeah, <laughs> by doing all of his subsequent films. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Who was I explaining that to? I was explaining... I was trying to describe his movie Face Off to someone oh, who hadn't goodness. seen it. Oh, um, it was Chris, no? Yes, it was in the... Me, Dom and Chris were talking oh, this, about cartoons. This was, yeah, this wasn't on the podcast. I think this was uh, later on when we were playing PlayStation. Oh, that was it, yes. And I was trying to describe Face Off and they're like, what is it? Because it's got Nicolas Cage, John Travolta, and they swap faces. Oh, okay. It's literally just that. Yeah. I mean, what year did that come out? 99. Yeah. And that was edgy was, at yeah. the time. Um, but he was good in that, to be fair to him. Yeah. That was probably his that, last they good They were film. a good double act. That was both of their last good... Well, actually, no. Nicolas Cage's last best film was National... Explorer. National Treasure 2. National Treasure, <laughs> that was it. Uh, we'll have no slander of Nicolas Cage, thank you. No, I said that was his last best movie. His last best movie was. Oh, we just got to wait for you to Google it now. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm just because there's been so many. But recently, yeah. Did you know? Oh, wait, that new uh, Woody's Wonderland looks really good, to be fair. Looks interesting. It's just five, five Nights at Freddy's, really. He's have done enough that? classics, hasn't he? Con Air, Raising Arizona, yeah. Leaving Las Vegas, Moonstruck. The Rock. He was yeah. in Moonstruck? Gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. If you had to pick uh, a movie that had the best soundtrack, what would you pick, in your opinion, or one that you loved, or as many that you can name that you love? Straight up Compton's up there. Mm. Oh, Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther wins. That's a good Yeah, that has got a great soundtrack. Oh, so I still listen to it now. Um, if I hear one of those songs, I have to go and watch the movie straight away. Daft Punk Legacy for me, Great Gatsby. Guardians. Um, Great Gatsby, the remake. Um, Blade Runner. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Pulp Fiction. Mm. Tron Legacy. I've never liked Pulp Fiction. I don't know what it is. I will agree with Dom there. Oh, Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Best soundtrack, definitely. Oh, Gardens of Galaxy, the good one. Yeah, Guardians is definitely out there. Baby I, Driver. I, I'm not a fan. I'm talking. I'm not a fan of people that just take songs that already pre-exist. Oh, uh, you want oh existence? You want original? You want originals? Yeah, original. Because I just think a movie being good because of the soundtrack is cheating in a way. If you're just picking really good songs, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's cheap. Whereas if mm-hmm. you've got a soundtrack that you've created, the rare instance that I kind of flip on that statement that I just said was Great Gatsby, only because the songs already existed, but what they did was they got different artists to cover those songs. Mm. Oh, Gladiators up there. Yeah. Titanic. Oh, yeah. Trainspotting. Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a lot, actually. Especially the most recent Trainspotting. Uh, they had a really good Wolf Alice song. Charlotte. I never watched the most recent Trainspotting. I watched number one, but again, I just felt like 
the first one was of a time and of a period mm. and it helped kind of the culture that existed at the time it helped capture that and I don't feel like I know there was a second book because obviously Trainspotting is based on a book and series there I thought it was based wasn't it based off a play though originally um, I think so yeah because I remember um, in in the play Hugh and McGregor's character is played by oh what's his name Basically, the I'm gonna butcher this. I'm trying to think. Let me. I'm gonna have to look that up. Just oh, that them. was it. The person who plays Spud in the film was originally the person who was playing Mark. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just what. Yeah, it was doing. Irving Welsh book, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But again, again, and it always comes back to that. When it, whatever we talk about in terms of movies, it always comes back to: Did the movie need to be made? Did it need to be made? Because mm. Train Spotting was good for what it was. Did we really need a sequel to it? Is there? I I asked obviously you guys what your least favorite franchise was. Is there one that oh. you're looking forward to that you could see being a franchise that hasn't become one? Oh, do you like that? You know what? So a film that's just got maybe one sequel. Well, no, one just sequel. one film, but you want a sequel? Yeah. I don't know, because I, I feel like the ending is the, the most important part of the story, and if they've wrapped it up in one film, then I don't want them to just add to it for the sake of doing another one, if you know what I mean. Mm. Then there are which I think, uh, there's definitely films out there where I think a sequel could be really fun. Yeah, mostly comedies, because you can still get laughs. You say that. But, but then it could hangover. <laughs> I think just went downhill so quickly. Yeah, that's true. That would have been regarded as a comedy classic if they hadn't made the second and third one. Mm. Yeah. Did we need another Dumber and Dumber? You know what I mean? Yeah. Johnny English? Do another one of those? No. <laughs> After how good Johnny English 2 was? Spy. The movie Spy. Now that was, was Oh, with um, Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. Yeah, I could do a sequel of that. With uh, Jason Statham. Oh, I would like... Uh, and Jude Law. I'd like mm-hmm. The Accountant sequel. Who was in that? <laughs> ben Affleck, Anna Kendrick. Oh, my God. Oh, right. my God. You just reminded me of one of my films, <laughs> the worst film of all time. It was the Vince Vaughn one about him constantly donating sperm. And he has oh, um, Delivery him. Man. Delivery Man, God. Yeah. Gross. That's a shame. Awful, awful idea for a movie, in my opinion. Awful. Mm. Kind of glorifying donating sperm en masse. He has been good in stuff, though. Mm. Was the last bit of serious acting he did, was that True Detective? Yeah, I'd say it's Brawl in Cell Block 98 something was what it was called. Oh. For me, the best film he ever did was uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah. Dodgeball's a classic. (laughs) It was really good in Hacksaw Ridge. I never saw that one. I hope they, oh, that's, that's the sort of thing incredible. they might do a sequel of. Hacks are rich? No, uh, Dodgeball. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a sequel to World War Two, shall we? Um, no, Dodgeball. I'm surprised they haven't done a sequel to that, but again, it depends on the cast. That's a classic and not, it depends if they're desperate enough, but saying yeah, that... I think they'll leave it alone. Well, saying that, they did uh, Zoolander 2, and that was awful. Mm. I hope they don't remake it. Based on how badly Zoolander 2 did, that probably put them off doing 
remakes for a little bit or sequels. Yeah. Because that had a really bad run, didn't it? It did. I mean, it had a big cast in it, but again, it just didn't need to be made. Zoolander was very of the time, 90 mm. supermodels. And it was a sleeper hit, wasn't it? They didn't expect it to do that well, and it just sort of took off. And it became a cult you can't classic. really capture that twice. Yeah. It, it, it was of a time. Again, it won't work now. It's good for nostalgia. Some people are like, yeah, bring it back. I love a bit of comfort watching. But it, if you're trying to make a profit off of it... I don't even know who is in Zoolander. I know it's Ben Stiller only or something, but who else? Um, oh, he had loads of cameos. Uh, Mila Jovovich was in it. What's his name? Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, for a small period, uh, David Bowie was in it. David Duchovny mm. was the hand model. God. John, if you could not laugh and not interrupt me, because I had to edit that out of the last podcast that you did. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, I'd like to uh, thank my guests, Bryce and Dom. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. Um, Hopefully you guys will come back again. I know Dom always keeps coming back. You're loitering like a bad smell, um, depending on what we talk about. But anyway, that's the end of the episode. If you enjoyed it, please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, under Let's Compare Views. Uh, If you like it, give me a subscribe and a follow. But anyway, um, hopefully speak to you again. Yeah.